Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy for the Ages, the show where a father and son talk about fantasy, science fiction, and other nerdy things that we enjoy. Today, just Jim here with a quick take, talking about all those things, fantasy, science fiction, things we enjoy. If you like this episode, be sure to click that like button down below. If you haven't subscribed yet, we invite you to do so. If you have any comments about what I shared today, that's what the comment box is for. Please leave your thoughts. We always reply. And look in the show notes for all the other ways you can interact with Zach and I. There are so many science fiction and fantasy books coming out each year now. It's impossible for any one person to read them all. For that reason, we've got to make choices. Decisions on which ones are going to get our precious time and attention. With 2023 nearly in the rearview mirror, it's time to reflect on which of the newest science fiction and fantasy books are the ones we really should be adding to our TBR, to be read, lists. And I'm here today to give you 15 of the absolute best books of 2023 for your consideration. And I've only read one of them. So how can I recommend these 15 books? Here's what I've done. I reviewed over two dozen top science fiction and fantasy lists of 2023 from all sorts of sources, booksellers that had put their best lists forward, reviewers from what they had gone through, bloggers, writers, a whole collection of different lists of here's the best of 2023 from science fiction and fantasy. I came up with, from all of those lists, over two dozen of them, a grand total of 274 science fiction and fantasy books. These were all recommended as some of the best of 2023. Yeah, no one is reading all 274 anytime soon. So then I put the recommendation, all of these picks, into a spreadsheet, sorting by the number of times each individual book got highlighted on all of these lists. And I did some sorting, I did some math, and 158 of these books were only mentioned once. <clears throat> Thanks for playing. Those were out. Another 101 were selected less than a quarter of the time. So I set all those aside. And that left me just 15 books. 15 that were selected, recommended, at least a quarter of the time from all of these lists. It's pretty impressive with so many books to choose from. So the rest of this video are those 15 books for you to consider. I'm gonna talk about the types of books they are and whether or not I've added them to my own TBRs. Of course, that's just me. You might want to read all of them. We each bring our own preferences likes and dislikes, styles to what we want to read. So you'll get to see a little of mine, but hear about all 15. For various and different reasons, they're all terrific books, and we'll see which ones you add to your to-be-read list. Okay, here's the list. Tied in sixth place, meaning they were recommended 27% of the time, there's four books. The first of these is the only one on the, this list that I've actually read. Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson. This was the first of Sanderson's secret novels released in 2023, the year of Sanderson. You know, his whole Kickstarter thing? Uh, 
I was one of the Kickstarter backers. So I got that book right away in January, but it was published for mass consumption in April. It's a fantasy novel of Sanderson's Cosmere works. It fits right into his whole grand scheme. There's one particular character that's a carryover from other books. And all in all, it's just a delightful fantasy read. Next, there was Immortal Longings, book one of what will be the Flesh and False Gods series by Chloe Gong. So there's no more books yet. There's just this one. Now, this is romance fantasy, or as some are calling it now, romanticy. It was published middle of the year, July, and while it appears to have an interesting primary element as the ability of people to jump from body to body to body, I mean, that's kind of cool. I guess they possess people temporarily. That alone is not enough for me to overcome the heavy focus of romance in this novel. If you followed this channel before, you know that's not really my primary thing. A little romance in a book I can work with, but if that's the main theme, eh, kind of takes it away from me. So this one, I'm not adding to my TBR. Then comes God Killer by Hannah Kaner. Released way back at the beginning of the year in January, it's book one of the Fallen Gods series, with the second book already announced it's coming out in March of 2024. You can already pre-order it if you'd like. This is touted as high fantasy and is thoroughly acclaimed not only for its particular plot line, a great story, but also in how there's wonderful representation in this book, a wide array of types of peoples. The LGBTQ community is definitely represented, people of color, those dealing with mental illness, people with physical disabilities. These all play primary roles in this book. For me, I'm not quite ready to add this to my TBR. Uh, it looks like I might like it, but I, since, you know, book two is coming out in March, I'm going to wait and see what more this is going to bring and Maybe it'll still end up on my to-be-read list of over 1,300 books. We'll see. Finally, we get to, also tied in sixth place, Bookshops and Bone Dust by Travis Baldry, a cozy fantasy that is the follow-up to last year's smash success, Legends and Lattes. That first book was already on my TBR, so adding the second was never in question, and I look forward to eventually reading both of these books. Tied in fifth place on the list, there's just two books. These both were selected by 31% of all of these different top lists. First of these, The Will of the Many, book one of The Hierarchy, a new series by accomplished author James Eilington. I already have his Lycanius trilogy on my TBR, a very successful series. So now I'm adding this new one as well, and... I hear great things from many of my friends, especially people on our Discord channel where we talk about books we've read. They jumped right on this and they absolutely loved it. This is high fantasy in a school setting, but also with a mystery, with the lead character not just a student at the school, but someone who's been sent to pose as a student with a secret mission. Gotta solve a murder and uncover hidden secrets at the school. It looks fascinating. The other book in fifth place is 
Chain Gang All-Stars by Nana Kwame Adrabenya. This is the first science fiction entry on my top 15. The story of the top two women gladiators in a prison system where they fight death matches for the entertainment of viewers, with the eventual prize of freedom being the carrot. Our two primary characters are not just the best women in this institution as gladiators, but they're also in a relationship. They're lovers. And together, they work to overcome the obstacles that are being thrown at them because one of them is getting very close to earning her freedom. And the plan is to get her out so then she can work from the outside to try to bring this whole horrible gladiator system down. This is terrible that they're being forced to fight for people's entertainment. Most of them die. I mean, the idea that they might get their freedom, that's motivating, but not very likely, and it's, it's horrific. Now, this sounds like a fine story. It's not going on my TBR, primarily because it feels like it's a story that's been told before. I know I've read things and watched things even that were based on a very similar premise. So I just don't really need this one. At least not right now. Then we move on to fourth place. And that means these books have a 35% of the time that they're showing up on the best of 2023 lists. And there's a three-way tie for this one. First up, Translation State a science fiction novel set off in a future where space travel is normal. Humans are just one of a number of races, and translators play a necessary role in order to help different races being able to engage and interact. And when one of these necessary translators goes missing, a mystery sets off an adventure of exploration and discovery. The primary character is another of these translators, and these are not the humans. The humans are not the stars of this book. I read far more fantasy than science fiction, and what I can see of this plot, well, it doesn't quite hook me in yet, but I'm sure it's a good book, and you may want to consider it. Second, we have Some Desperate Glory by Emily Tesh. This is more science fiction. In a time when Earth is a conquered planet, and humans of subjugated species. And one person and her brother decide it's time to do something about it. Will they succeed? That's why you read this book. <laughs> this one has piqued my interest, and I've placed it on the TBR. Finally, also in fourth place, we have Lords of Uncreation, the third and final book of the Final Architecture Trilogy by Adrian Tchaikovsky. This is solid space opera by an author who is touted by some as the best current science fiction author of Great Britain. The trilogy looks great, a story of humanity on the brink of extinction after barely surviving an attack by an alien species years ago, and now comes a discovery that may save the human race or doom it for good. I'd actually seen the earlier books in the trilogy. Now that it's done, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's time to add these to my TBR. Well, then we move on to third place. And there are three books tied for third place, all selected by 38% of the lists as among the best of 2023. First up, Witch King 
a high fantasy tale that may be the start of a series, it looks like, written by Martha Wells. I know Martha Wells for science fiction. I have her Murderbot diaries already on my TBR, but I haven't read them yet. This story, one of magic, demons, intrigue, danger, family, and friendship, it just looks awesome. So I've added it as well. I'm just trusting I will like her as much as people say she's that good. Also in third place is Hellbent, the second book in Lee Bardugo's Ninth House urban fantasy series. This focuses on the character Galaxy Stern, uh, nicknamed Alex, and her, in her entry into the occult while a student at Yale University participating in Yale's secret societies. These are tales of magic, the occult, the rich and powerful flexing their muscle. Oh, and monsters. Yes, there are very real dangers involved in this series. Now, I love urban fantasy, and this kind of seems right up my alley, so I went back, I looked at the first book, and this one now, I've put them both on my TBR. Our last book tied for third is The Ferryman by Justin Cronin. This appears to be a fascinating science fiction fantasy thriller where someone has created a utopia on Earth called Prospera, an archipelago, a series of islands where everyone lives healthy and happy, unlike the rest of the deteriorating planet where things royally suck. Whenever someone's health dips a little bit, uh, below 10%, optimism, you know, drops 10% below what we're, where we want to be, they get on a ferry and head off to an island nearby where they will be taken care of, they will be treated, and a little while later they come back, fully renewed, ready for a fresh start, and with a memory wipe. They don't remember things from before. Yeah, they're hiding some dark truths, I'm pretty sure here. The book is recommended right on the cover by Stephen King, whom I absolutely love, so combine that with my general interest in the summary of the storyline, I'm all in. I'm putting this standalone novel high up on my TBR. Should get to it in 2024. Well now, second place. We only have one book sitting alone at second place. Jumping up to being listed on 46% of the science fiction and fantasy best book lists of 2023. That's Rebecca Yarrow's Fourth Wing. We're back into romanticy with this entry, but I have to admit, this is one where my interest has been caught. I mean, it involves dragons and a school where you train to be able to bond with one of these dragons. Oh, and if you aren't accepted by the dragons, they kill you. Yeah, no stakes there. Yes, I don't usually go for this sort of thing, romanticy, but I'm going to give this one a try. It's on my TBR, along with its sequel, Iron Flame, that also came out here in 2023 and was also selected on some of the lists as best of 2023, but only making it on 19% of the list. So not in the top 15, but that might just be because it came out later in the year. Well, I'll find out. That brings us to the two books tied for first place, both of them making 50% of the selections. 
So again, think about that. We had 274 total books. And of all of those, there are two books that stood out enough that one out of every two lists has them. They might be good. There's a pretty good chance they are. 50-50? <laughs> Maybe better than that. So uh, what did I do with them? Well, the first one, A Day of Fallen Night by Samantha Shannon. This is a prequel to The Priory of the Orange Tree, set in the same fantasy world and with similar themes. The first book came out in 2019 and was a huge hit. I saw it in bookstores. I thought about it. And I just didn't feel like adding such a massive book. I mean, it's thick to my already massive TBR. Honestly, the cover didn't grab me. I know that sounds weak. I'm judging a book by its cover, but I looked at the cover, the illustration. I went, that's not designed for me. That's not reaching out to me. So I passed on it. Now, this book summary for A Day of Fallen Night, it looks good. So I, I did go back and look at the other one again. Uh, I'm still not putting them on my TBR yet. But if I if I eventually wear down, uh, put it on my list, you know, I'll probably do them both. But the other book in first place, The Adventures of Amina El Sarafi by Shannon Chakraborty. It's pirate and sorcery fantasy that has the feel of historical fiction. It's focused on this character, Amina, who was a highly successful pirate who, after a full and storied legendary career, retires for a quiet and comfortable life, which includes motherhood. She's got a daughter now. But then things take a turn, and she is compelled to step back out of her comfortable retirement and into one last adventure, one that has the potential, as it turns out, to become much bigger than first believed. This story really looks interesting, and it appears to be only book one of a series to come. So, yeah, it got me. I've added this one to my TBR. So there you go. 15 of the best science fiction and fantasy books of 2023. Leaning into the collective wisdom of all these many reviewers, writers, and booksellers. How many of them have you read? What are your thoughts on them? Are you adding any of these now that I shared to your TBRs? Let me know in the comments below. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts. And thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time.